1: No funeral. I feel so bad for Lauren. He didn't leave anything. No will. No health insurance. Not even his Maltese Falcon. And what exactly is your plan for when you kick the bucket? I'm much healthier than Humphrey was. I don't really need a plan yet. Fine. I guess little Anthony and I will just live off your lead paint business. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. The Worry-Free Retirement with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and four-time author, Tony Walker. If you listen to this show with any regularity, you will have picked up on a common theme that quietly yet consistently weaves its way through each and every episode of The Worry-Free Retirement, and that is the topic of death. My most recent book's title, Live Well, Die Broke, sure doesn't beat around the bush about the topic, and there's a reason for this, and that is this. After working in the financial trenches for more than 37 years, in meeting with over 15,000 savers, Here's what I've discovered about planning for retirement. If you do not have an honest and open discussion about when you're gonna die, not if, when you're gonna die, there is no way you can have an open and honest discussion about how you and your loved ones are gonna enjoy this money before it's too late. That's because death and planning for retirement go hand in hand. Yet surprisingly, a 100 years ago, they did not. That's because, prior to the advent of Social Security in 1935, when you think about it, people in those days just worked until they croaked. In fact, the life expectancy of those folks prior to 1935 wasn't even set at age 65, but more like age 62. So today, things are different. With people living longer than ever before, and the reasons that we're going to talk about today before they die there's this theory i have as to why people don't have one of the most important conversations you can have before you die with loved ones and that is the topic of today's program well welcome folks to the worry-free retirement and yes i am that little man in the sweater vest Tony Walker, and with us in the studio, normally is America's favorite financial sidekick, which technically he is in the studio, helping produce the show, but miked up and ready to go is my favorite son-in-law, Mr. Trey Jurgens. Good
2: morning, Trey. Good morning. Thank you for having me.
1: Well, thank you for being here, and I understand you forego today going home to meet somebody's delivering a mattress for ivy so we really appreciate
2: your dedication <laughs> to the show and now seriously yeah, thanks like, for having me in for such a cheery topic <laughs>
1: oh yeah yeah i had not had you on in a while it's like hey Trey, show up uh wednesday uh, tuesday morning let's talk about dying i know you enjoy doing that <laughs> and by the way folks we are recording this show on february 1st mm-hmm. oh my gosh it's february 1st 2022 and i guess because really this show was prompted by our annual staff meeting Uh, for those of you don't know we have 10 full-time employees in bowling green in our bowling green office Uh, four full-time here in the louisville lexington with wes and you and gina Uh, and then myself of course i float back and forth and then we also have the production company with uh, uh, aaron Derek, and mary beth here in louisville as we talked in our annual meeting, just what is the one thing that we think we could really help our clients with? And we've, we've dubbed it the, uh, the conversation starter. But this whole topic, Trey, of why it's so difficult to just lay out in simple form and fashion what's going to happen when you die, not if. And to make sure that the kids or your spouse or whoever's left over knows what's going on, or at least where to find documents. So that's the topic of today's program. And so you meet with a lot of people. Before we get into the subject matter, what is your take on this? And why do you think it is that people just, I guess,
2: don't get around to it? Yeah, I think other than death, a conversation not a lot of people like to have is talking about money. So if they can figure out their own finances and come up with some semblance of a plan, they're comfortable with it, but then they don't want to turn around and talk about who's left with the mess once they're gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and I don't know,
1: you know, if we've become complacent. You know, that's what I say. You harken back to the day when people didn't live a long time, really, especially if you think back then, most people didn't have a lot of money. Uh, there certainly weren't any four hundred and one k plans, or if you had some land in the family, you just left that to the family. So. Maybe it really wasn't that complicated when you die, but now it's different. You know, you have all the social security issues. you got got 401Ks. Um, we've got, what was the story recently? Remember we were helping somebody settle in the state and we found out they had a pension in Florida? Yeah. Uh, were, what was that? Tell me what that was all about. I know you helped Mandy with that.
2: Yeah, a client had worked for uh, different law enforcement agencies across the country, had, I think it was four or five years of service down in Florida. The uh, widow had received some claim paperwork for this pension down in Florida, had really no idea what to make of it, and we just had to jump in and figure out how to help her. And she just had all these different accounts and pensions and benefits after his death that we had to help her try to get to the bottom of.
1: Yeah, speaking of jumping in and helping people too, I kind of wanted to use today, one reason I wanted you on the show, Trey, is just I guess verification, I know people hear me on the radio all the time and some people probably think, oh, surely it's not really that bad or surely people aren't that disorganized. But also to weave in and out of this, just things we see on a day in and day out basis that quite frankly can be a little shocking to beneficiaries who didn't know that mom or dad didn't have things organized. And so the one, I guess the one example of this uh, that I wanted to touch on right away, uh, if you can set the stage, because I had to meet with the adult children recently Uh, of someone that passed away, but you even reminded me how these people came to be at Tony Walker Financial. So share that story and
2: how that played out. Yeah, it was uh, probably about six different appointments that I've met with this gentleman. Uh, The first time I had met him, he was about 84 years old. Uh, His wife was not in great health, but uh, they came in with several annuity contracts that have been kind of from all over the place, dinner seminars. uh, These
1: people weren't clients of ours, right? Correct. He
2: he walked in with, I believe, seven different annuity policies. uh, From different
1: agents. I mean, there were different people, Different
2: agents, some written through the guy down the hall at the bank, some from annuity peddlers at dinner seminars, some in his wife's name. Uh, About three months after he first met with us, his wife unfortunately passed away. We assisted him in the death claim process Which is a lot of work, I mean, right? Correct. So So keep in mind, folks, we didn't write any of these annuities, but go ahead. Right. Right. So no money made on any of these annuities. This was all service. So probably six to eight hours worth of work to assist him in getting all the claim paperwork taken care of at his wife's passing. Okay. Go ahead. So he then allows us to become agent of record on all the annuities that we could represent and assist in getting claim paperwork. So
1: explain that process. What is agent of record? Yeah. So
2: when an... When an annuity is sold by an agent, they make a commission and they are the agent of record on that contract, so they help answer any questions, any service needs they're supposed to help. Unfortunately, there is no obligation to kind of back up the after the sale service. Um, So this gentleman asked us to become agent of record, meaning that we would help him annually if he's wanting to pick different allocations, uh, beneficiary changes, things of that sort. So we took over as agent of record, helped him put together a a binder, kind of what we would give our typical clients, made up of all these contracts we didn't sell, but now we're servicing. Uh, Unfortunately, he did pass away here recently, and we assisted his beneficiaries in coming up with all the claim paperwork for seven different annuity contracts.
1: And we'll be talking with our own Mandy Houchins in the Bowling office here briefly about her role. But... Uh, In fact, that was obviously the first time I met the adult children. I remember meeting the other gentleman and his wife that passed away. You had more dealings with them than me. But I thought what was interesting, when I looked at this humongous file and all the paperwork Mandy had prepared, and then you and I talked before then, I said, Trey, how many hours? Remember, we hadn't charged a penny. How many hours do you think we got in this? And he said,
2: "Well, with Mandy, you said with Mandy's time, what, twelve hours, probably minimum between appointments and Mandy's time in, on the back end, getting all that, twelve hours." Yeah. And what was interesting in
1: that appointment, and I, I don't think the one, uh, the one of the spouses, uh, spouses was there and attended. One of the children's spouses, and I don't think they meant anything about. It. They were just, they looked at us as we're trying to go through all this paperwork. We're just trying to help. And she kind of made the comment about, well, how did you all get involved in this anyway? And it was a little bit of a, I may have been been too sensitive. After doing all this work, I guess, (laughs) I felt like it was a little too, like what were you guys up to? And I remember looking at her and I said, ma'am, first of all, we're just trying to help. And second of all, you need to understand this. I looked at them all. We have made nothing on any of this. And I think that kind of surprised Mm -hmm. her. And which is fine folks. And we're not trying to toot our own horn here, but the point is, Uh, I bet if we pulled everybody riding down the road and made them stop their car or wherever you are right now and ask this question, okay, do you right now, you personally, whoever you are, have everything in writing, have everything documented, and more importantly, have you had a conversation with either a spouse, if your spouse is still alive, about what's going to happen when you die and where everything is located? If you don't have a spouse, or if both of you and your spouse were killed in a common accident, I mean, these people died pretty close together. Mm-hmm. I mean, do have you had this conversation with a child, an adult child? I bet, if everybody was honest, you know, we know the statistics of how many people die without wills. I bet 80% of the people have not had this conversation. I believe that. Yeah, because 60%, they say, die without wills. Well, if you don't have a will, you surely probably hadn't had a conversation. So when we come back, folks, we're going to show you how to start this conversation off a tool that we've created, a tool that we had created that we thought was probably the greatest estate planning tool ever that nobody was using and why, and we think we figured out the mystery. We're going to get you on track and make sure that everybody knows what's going to happen when you die. This is some good stuff. You hang in there. I'm Tony Walker. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement retirement Specialist and Fiduciary. Tony Walker here along with my favorite son-in-law, Trey Juergens. Uh, Trey, again, kind of last minute. Thank you for joining us, though. Happy to do it. appreciate your feedback. And uh, since, what, five years you've been with us now?
2: Coming up on five and a
1: half. Five and a half. I mean, now you're starting to meet more and more people, especially those people that I've already kind of gone through the process, and then I like to turn them over to you, and you go through the binder. Before we talk to our own Mandy Houchins, explain to people... Especially people that have never seen these written game plans we put together. They're, I don't know if the word is surprised, but when you sit down, they become clients. I've gone through the process with them. They've got to meet with me. They, they're happy with everything and then they get that final binder explain that process to people and what they can look forward to
2: yeah well the joke is that we're big fans of binders around here
1: (laughs) and they're expensive yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) shanna made this the comment the other day and quipped how much i spend on binders a year i said you gotta be kidding me she said tony we probably go through 500 a year
2: but anyway go ahead yeah so at every second appointment that people are given a written game plan with our assessment and basically recommendations of what they should do and how we can help after that appointment if they choose to move forward And we go through, they commit to the game plan we laid out for them. We'll go into the final appointment, which is that delivery appointment, kind of a culminating appointment of having all annuity contracts, if those are involved, uh, Charles Schwab accounts established, uh, life insurance, if we have anything in there. And we will deliver that to them personally, spend probably 20, 30 minutes going over everything again, because all the values that came over once everything was said and done have been updated, The annuity. The income plan has been updated and we'll go over everything, allow them to ask any questions they have, and it's really just a good time to review and recap everything. Even updating the beneficiaries and all
1: that, which leads to our next point. So what happens in this business, folks, and you maybe have fallen victim to this, you know, everybody is happy to take your money. I mean, there are literally thousands of people out there that will be glad to roll over your 401k or sell you an annuity or manage your money for a fee. I mean, that's their dime a dozen, folks. But the question is, after that sale takes place, what are these people going to do to see you through retirement? And are they going to be there even after they've made a big commission or whatever? Well, we are. And to prove our point, I have our own Mandy Houchins via Zoom. And we're going to find out from Mandy some of the things she's learned over the last several years in working with us and meeting with so many people in what we call the death claim process. So, Mandy, first of all, good morning and thank you for joining us.
0: Good morning, Tony.
1: Well, We appreciate you being on with us and you're coming up on your second year at Tony Walker Financials so first of all thank you for your service and congratulations on hanging in there with me for two full years.
0: Thank you I've enjoyed it.
1: Well great so basically among many things you do uh, there at Tony Walker Financial uh, Mandy one of the things you do is service what we call our death claims and that's when people call into the office and they've lost a loved one so if you would first of all start off how many death claims are we currently processing as we speak?
0: Currently, I have active about eight claims on eight different clients right now.
1: And over these last couple of years, because you've handled so many death claims, what are some of the, I guess you could say the common, I don't want to say mistakes, but the common things that continue to come up that you feel could be helpful to our audience who's thinking about this very topic and when they die, not if they die, when they die, they're not kind of left you know, holding these beneficiaries, holding things up and uh, just feeling out of control with how to handle all this paperwork.
0: Yes, definitely. Uh, You notice things as you process more and more of these situations. Of course, every situation is different. But one of the main things that I see is that beneficiaries or families are not sure where things are located. You know, just a list of type of accounts, list of where your will is or the location of those documents seems to be very important, especially if it's a sudden death, unexpected and, and the family is just left with not sure where to turn.
1: What else have you noticed?
0: Another thing that seems to come into play, of course, you always have to have a death certificate. Uh, The funeral homes prepare those and order them for you. But people don't realize each company that you have an account with requires an original death certificate. So we always recommend that they get at least 10 um, because each company, bank, insurance company, no matter where the account is, they will require that.
1: And then any other closing thoughts or things you think are important to keep in mind when doing this type of planning?
0: Something that I've also noticed, and I think you try to stress this issue too, is having everything in one place as far as all of your accounts under one roof, because we offer the service of following up and following through on each individual claim to make sure that those are processed as the beneficiaries request. And when there are outside accounts, we're, we're not able to help as much.
1: Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, you're right. We try to help, but in many cases, it's just a a mess trying to figure out where all these accounts are. So everything under one roof is a good place to stop. And again, Manny, thank you so much for your service and for being so willing to help all of these beneficiaries who need this kind of help.
0: You're welcome, Tony. Thank you for having me.
1: You're welcome. Make it a good one. Of course, those are wise words from somebody who's out in the trenches with us helping these folks uh, deal with the loss of a loved one. So, Trey, this whole conversation that we've talked about in getting started, uh, we're excited, uh, Albert, if you're just out joining us, folks, we're talking about what do you tell someone before you die, namely your spouse and or your children. Uh, Tell the folks what we decided to work on. Or I'll tell you what, go back to the Last Day Planner, which I've used for years. (laughs) Tell people how that's worked out, which I think it was the greatest estate planning tool ever known to mankind and felt like everybody
2: would rush to get it. So tell how that went yeah. over the years. So I've done hundreds of these delivery appointments to this point, and we used to use the Last Day Planner, which I would introduce. This is a great opportunity for you to put everything down in writing to share with your family. And we offer that on the website. They still want to download still it. Still available. Still a great resource. And when we'd meet with folks three to five years down the road, they had not touched it. (laughs) Yeah, well we'd see it in there. And some of them would even go, yeah, what's that? That was always funny. So uh, unbelievable resource if someone's interested in doing that, but what we have found is that we really need it to be more of a conversation. If you have everything scribbled down, that's great. If they don't know what you have and where to even look, it's no help to anybody. So this new document is gonna be in delivery binders for all clients moving forward. And it's going to be an ability to sit down with your beneficiaries or whoever executor you want to understand and have this conversation with. And it really flows as a conversation of here's what I have, here's what documents I have, Mm -hmm. where they are, who to contact if you can't find them. And it's just a a really good piece.
1: And I think the beauty of this process that we're, we're working through and trying to encourage people to have the conversation, they'll have the binder. This is what's so cool about this. So they've already got the written game plan, the binder. These folks are more organized than they've ever been. Now they have the conversation starter. They can elect to show their, let's say their adult children, what they've got. Or if they don't want to do that, the conversation starter can just be about where are the the documents and what do you do when I die? Mm -hmm. Because let's face it, I realize some of you don't want to fully take your financial clothes all the way off in front of your kids and show them what you've got. But folks, you've got an obligation to your loved ones to at least... I mean, this is the bare minimum. If something were to happen to you, at least know where to go find stuff. Uh, I've got a good friend that lost a parent recently, and I was talking to her and I said, how's it been going with your parents' estate? I know you lost a parent. Said, I don't know, he he never told me anything. Literally nothing, Trey. Mm -hmm. So I said, what are you gonna do? And she said, well, I guess I'm gonna check his mailbox to see if he has any accounts. He, He left nothing. She doesn't know where anything is. So folks, if that's you, if you're sitting there right now and you're going, yeah, to be honest, Tony, I I don't want to make this overly complicated, but how do I get this conversation going? Well we've got on the website, all you got to do is go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com, click on the download section, and literally it's called the conversation starter. It's a very short document, it's set up so if you just want to list where your accounts are located, what you've got without listing amounts. Folks, please get this done and at least give it to whoever is going to be handling your estate or whoever will be your executor or your most trusted child or your spouse. But make sure somebody knows at least we're in the world to locate these documents. Okay, when we come back, what I want to cover is something about the concept of putting everything under one roof. Now, we've talked about this a lot over the years, Trey, and we talk about the concept of the advantages. But let's think about this in terms of... Where are your, all your assets? We'll go back to this one gentleman, because that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And thinking through what that would have been, what that would have looked like had he not come to us. Where are all of your assets and investments? And imagine, okay, just for a moment, you've died. Who in the world is going to help your family figure this stuff out and fill out all this claim paperwork they're going to be faced with? Good stuff coming your way. I'm Tony Walker, along with my favorite son-in-law, Trey Jurgens. We'll be right back. Who can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make. Question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, and let's get started. With the stock market at all-time highs, our nation's debt through the roof, and inflation racing out of control, now may be the best time to consider safeguarding your money. That's why I'm offering to review your 401k and other retirement accounts to be sure that you aren't taking too much risk and you're not gonna run out of money. To set up your free meeting with me, simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. Fiduciary Tony Walker here along with fellow fiduciary Trey Jurgens, And uh, I'm really glad we're covering this topic. Um, we're kind of focused on for the spouse. Next week we'll talk about the kids a little bit and uh, actually Heather Hughes. Our own Heather Hughes is mm-hmm. coming to Louisville next week to be on the show. I'm looking forward to that. Boy, she does a great job, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. Folks, that's another thing, too. If something were to happen to me, let's. everybody's talking about everybody else dying. Somebody might be saying, what about you, partner? What happens if something happens to you? Well, Thank goodness I have a Cracker Jack team in place that could easily carry on. I know there'd be a lot of grieving for at least a few minutes, wouldn't there, Trey? Two or three. Yeah, I'll close down for five (laughs) minutes. Order some Jimmy John's and call it a day. Get right back to work. But, uh, you know, I have Heather Hughes, who would actually, and there's a business continuation agreement in place. She would take over the operation. She would serve as president. She's been with me more than 15 years. Got my favorite son-in-law, Trey, who's here. He's a fellow fiduciary. So Heather has the Bowling Green office. Trey has the Louisville office. My favorite nephew, Wes, has the Lexton office covered, a fellow fiduciary. So, And they're all on salary. So they're here trained in the process of the Worry-Free Retirement to help our clients, not just now, but long into the future and assuming something happens to Tony to keep this ball rolling and to take care of you and your family. Then we have a total of, uh, in the Bowling Green office, I guess it'd be nine plus Gina, well, a total of 10 full-time people. That would continue to be there to service what we have put in place. So I'm really, really proud of how we have put these plans in motion. Proud of the fact that we got people like yourself, Trey and Heather and Wes and all the staff, Mandy, all the Connie Fortney's been with me for years. I mean, it's just, it's a wonderful staff. And uh, you should be assured, folks, if you decide to work with us, we're going to take good care of you, which leads to our next point. Speaking of taking care of you, I want to kind of go back to this one situation. And by the way, folks, we see this a lot. We're not just picking somebody out of thin air and kind of grappling with what happened here. But earlier we described an elderly couple who came to us, set the stage real quick, had annuities spread all over God's creation. They'd purchased from different advisors, different venues. Um, And I guess... I don't know. What prompted him to see us at that time? I don't Did we cover that? Did he see the TV show he, or something?
2: He had questions about one of his current contracts and had called the agent that sold it to okay. him, who was no longer in the business.
1: Gotcha. So, so he, he knew we did annuities, I guess. Correct. Okay. I mm-hmm.
2: couldn't remember how he... Okay.
1: So long and short on that, let's imagine he never did come to us. Uh, how many annuity contracts did he have? There were seven contracts with six different companies. And I can't remember the details of it, Trey, but I'm assuming some of them were IRAs, probably some of them were after-tax dollars, right? Correct. So there's all kinds of different tax issues with these contracts. Um, The amount of paperwork, just to get the death claim paperwork, death certificates, all that stuff laid out that Mandy talked about. I, I'm trying to think of a beneficiary, first of all, making sure they knew that they had all those contracts. Mm-hmm. That'd be easy to miss one, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, unless, unless it's all laid out the way we had it. So then the beneficiaries are going to have to call these companies, order the claim paperwork, and then know how to elect the options. So once you describe to people, especially with annuities, but this is anything, but these settlement options that a client has to choose, which many times they don't even know what these options are. So go through that process with yeah. people.
2: Sometimes there's up to five different options of how you can elect to, as a beneficiary for this to go on. If you're a spouse, there's sometimes spousal continuation. There could be the opportunity to keep receiving income, uh, deferral periods, <laughs> transferring it out there, uh, surrendering it entirely. There's all these different options which bring on tax consequences of their own. Mm -hmm. If it's an IRA, now you only as a non-spousal beneficiary have 10 years to spend that down, so your head starts spinning pretty quickly. (laughs) So without uh, Mandy in the background doing all this work to prepare that, like I said, about 12 hours worth of work, she knows how to do it anyway. Imagine being a beneficiary lost on the whole process, how long that would take. And what I've seen, I'm not going to speak for other advisors. So
1: if there's an advisor listening to this and you do this, don't get upset with me. I'm just saying, but from what I've seen, when people come to us who have other advisors or whatever, they don't get any assistance on filling out this paperwork. They get it mailed to them, generally by the custodian or the company, but they're not getting it. In fact, they'll even bring us stuff. That's another thing. Yeah, this is, I'm getting somewhere with this, folks. This under one roof philosophy, here's, here's why you need to consider working with Tony Walker Financial, getting us under one roof. We'll have people who don't move all their assets over to us. We're, we're blowing and going and getting everything filled out at death. And then all they'll, say, they'll say, by the way, can you help with this? And I'll say, what's that? <laughs> if You've had that oh, happen, yeah. haven't you? It's like, wait a minute. We didn't even write that contract. We didn't set up that brokerage account. Not to be mean, but did you talk to your agent? Well, they don't, they don't seem to want to fill it out or mm-hmm. they haven't really offered to help. So generally, we'll end up helping. Again, we, we do that free of charge. But here's the point, folks. As you get older, you really need to think about this. Now, by the way, I'm all about the old saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Here's what I worry about. Many of you have too many baskets and too many eggs, and you've got them scattered all over Bowling Green, Louisville, Lexington, wherever you live, and that is dangerous. So here's what I'm offering to do. At no cost, we will be happy to meet with you. We'll look at your entire situation. This is free of charge. And to see if it makes more sense to bring all of those baskets under one roof, and that one roof... Is tony walker financial folks for more than 37 years i've made it my life's mission to help savers worry less about money and the way we've been so successful of that is first of all we have a process we understand the importance of getting things organized and then we have a written game plan that you can understand and communicate to family members so what are you waiting for if you're sitting there feeling like you're lost as a ball in high weeds and don't have a plan and don't know how to start this conversation Log on right now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Click on that. Let's get started. There's never a cost or obligation to meet. Or if you like, just give us a call anytime at 877 499 That's 877 Well, Trey, thanks so much for being on with us. Next week, we'll look forward to having Heather Hughes. In the meantime, you make it a good day, Trey. And folks, we'll see you next week on the worry-free retirement, make it a good one.